Mate, we covered three states today. Yeah, we did. And the thing that I took out of it is that the the Brisbane Carnival is really starting to heat up. Yeah. That's all, that's all I really care about, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And in probably the feature race of the day, um, full credit to the sponsors of that race as well. Um, but I think I've found one of the great get-out-of-the-casino bets of all time, and you'll actually be able to see that on my Ned's profile this weekend as well. Yes, uh, the Ned's profile is great, mate. Um you know, if you want to follow us in, if you followed uh, us in last week, you would have found a couple that's for sure. Maybe you find some more this week at some value, but uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But still, you can do everything else with the Neds app. You can get weird and exotic as well with the Neds same race multi. And, you know, there's no one else I'd rather bet with heading into the Brisbane Winter Carnival. Well, they also have a black book feature there, so you can black book ones for these prep runs into their grand finals. They have the futures markets there. You can do all that good stuff mm-hmm. with the good people at Neds. Mm-hmm. Damn right. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And welcome to another episode of the Polo Punk Club podcast. I'm actually joined by my good mate, Jonesy. Jonesy, how you going, mate? Mate, it's never better. Well, welcome to uh, another episode, guys. I'm, I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, so this is uh, just an actual episode. We're In this episode, we're just going to actually give you a bit more context behind why why we're obsessed with polos and what it's all about <laughs> how how the polo punk club actually came about but before we get into that just wanted to give you guys a bit more of a background into jonesy and myself so jonesy i'm just going to ask a few few questions for you mate far away far away um so starting with your favorite horse of all time mate who mate, is it look you know you know it's charles and there's Pretty specific reason. Well, there's actually there's, there's multiple reasons. Firstly, like great silks, red and white, mate. Go the red V. Oh, uh, dragons, mate. <laughs> dragon supporter. Does that make sense? Um, love fillies. Fillies, mate. Can't go wrong with fillies. Nothing wrong with that. Um, how good are fillies? And mate, Derby Day 2017, one of the greatest days of our life and a real highlight of our punting career. That was pretty much where the Polo Punk Club actually started. Yeah, look, the the Polo Punk Club was was primordial before <laughs> before the twenty seventeen <laughs> Derby Day. It it existed, but it wasn't fully formed. And I think I think that day really sort of christened the legend that is the Polo so Punk Club. You're saying the Derby Day twenty seventeen was its final form? <laughs> it's not, <laughs> mate. It hasn't reached its final form. Yeah, it's still we're still evolving. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, so Shoals, Shoals won the first leg of the Quaddy that day. Um, for people um, who can remember that, it was, it was a great run. Uh, it was in the My Classic, Mate, so Group 1. Had, like, had 52 on its back. Yeah, it was running real oh. light. Um, yeah, it was it was a great race. Um, I think I jumped on it at maybe 7s or 8s. Yeah. Um, whacked it a bit. Um, kicked off classic. the Quaddy. I think I had Dixie. If that was the same race, I think I had you, Dixie. You had in Dixie, it. yeah. Yeah, ran third by a nostril. That's right. You had a, yeah, had a nice little uh, place bet. 
Yeah. <laughs> sure did. My thing's around third by a nostril. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. What a good... So funny. What a great day. And alrighty, mate. So, Shoals, she's a beauty. She is a beauty. And look, she that day, obviously, I was in love with her. And then the following... Um, autumn uh, in Sydney, uh, she she won the um, the Group One surround stakes at about thirteens. Yeah, right. Uh, and I whacked her that day. So, oh, mate, I remember that. So, quick story for you, punters. So, oh god, and I've I'm a changed man since this day. <laughs> but mate, we all grow. Back end of 2017, early 2018, I was a massive place punter. Basically, everything I did was just whacking the place. <laughs> so, Shoals this day rolled up. She was about $12, $13. So, what's that? Three, $4 for the place? Yeah. About Absolute like jam in this contest. But, so what I did, down at the uh, down at the pub, go to the tab, 100 bucks on the place, or what I thought was the place, <laughs> estimated returns on the ticket was $1,200. Still about eight, oh, probably five, six minutes to the jump. Go to the attendant. Hey, can you change this over? <laughs> yeah, no worries. So, land up putting on the place. Leave about 800 bucks on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you can't go broke turning oh, your profit, but that is, look, yeah. it's not, not your finest moment. No, it's you not. Should, that's an omen. It you know is I mean? like if you if you make a mistake t- and you put and you put that bet on and you see the return, you just you just go with it. You got to let it ride. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah. So now from that day, changed man. So I, I just I just whack him each way now. So yeah, good to see. Yeah. So alrighty, mate. So she'll she's a beauty. She'll hopefully have some nice nice kitties running around soon. Mate, but one um, day. And look, who knows? Maybe we could have part ownership in one of one of her children. You oh. never know. Bruh, don't talk dirty to me like that. <laughs> All right. Alrighty, mate, tell me, how'd you, how'd you get into racing? How did, how'd you catch the bug? Mate, it's, it was a gradual thing for me. It, like, when I say racing's in my blood, I, I genuinely mean it. Um, so, my dad doesn't mind it, and he's always loved it. My uncle's, my dad's brother, he loves it. My mum's brother loves it. My granddad on both sides, apparently... Um, massive fans of the punt. So I was really destined just to be a, a, a gambling addict. <laughs> and, um, oh, look, it's just something that's always sort of been around. Like every Saturday, I'd just be around on the te- on the TV. So obviously when I got a bit, a bit older, um, you know, started to pay a bit more of attention. But I, I don't think I really paid a lot of attention until we probably um, mm. lived together in, in 2016. Yeah. Um, because, you know, obviously if you've got someone to talk to about it more regularly... And actually have a punt and follow the horses. You just naturally, the more you know about something, obviously, the more interested you becoming it, become in it. So, um, yeah, I reckon 2016 was the year where I really started to pay attention. Yeah. Um, our good mate Brad Wesson. He just um, came out of nowhere, didn't he? He came out of nowhere, and and <laughs> like he was like, so we used to, we used to live together in Tenerife, um, and our local was the Waterloo, and we'd roll down on a Saturday uh, during autumn and spring, you know pretty much every Saturday, right? Absolutely. To have a punt. And um, one Brad Weston uh, often joined us on those Saturdays and we had plenty of good memories, won a few quaddies. Um, that really kicked it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, one thing that Brad always does is, especially back then, he's a real estate agent. So he works on Saturdays, but he still manages, <laughs> no matter how, how busy he is, 
He gets to a pub, whatever the time the quaddy starts. He's there <laughs> two minutes before he's the start. He's there with bells on, man. Oh, mate, he loves it. And he's um he's shaking <laughs> all of our hands, and he's got himself a pint of gold prior to the first leg of the quaddy. Absolutely, yeah. So no, he you love to see it. He bit bit different in COVID now, but uh, yeah. With all that, with all that um to the side, he yeah he definitely knows how how to get it done, and we'll we'll bring him to the people eventually. Oh, I, I, th- I think Brad Weston will certainly. Uh, partake in the podcast <laughs> at some point. Oh, mate. He needs to be brought to the people. That's for sure. <laughs> the people need to see him. Yeah. Hear him, actually. Hear him, no see him. No one's watching us right now. No. They're listening. Yeah. Hey, it's, in, it's, in the, it's in the woodwork. All right. <laughs> Alrighty, mate. Don't want to harp on too much, but what's your favourite way to punt? Mate, you, you, know, you know me. I'm an each way punter. So am I. Um, as, soon as, as soon as a horse is paying $2 in the place, I see that as, you know... A bit of security that if it does run a place, I'll, I'll get my money back. Um, so yeah, massive each way punter. Um, love things around that sort of six to eight dollar mark. Mm. I reckon that's my sweet spot. And yeah. I give it a good whack. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm much the same. But gee, if I like, I see something I like at twenties. Gee, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I do give it a fair nudge, but yeah, yeah, it's very dangerous. Cool. So I'm just gonna basically run through the same thing. So my all-time favourite horse and. You and I and the punk club in general, we have a very soft sport for this boy. Yeah. 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 The big, the big, the king, Red The Zell. king. The dual Everest winner, oh, Red Zell. Oh, The big boy. Geez. So he got me out of a hole one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is back when I was um, a big place punter, but geez, it was the, I can't remember the day it was, but uh, it's 2017 autumn around, around Brad and I's birthday, but um. Super nurse, cl- uh, <laughs> Noosa Surf Club, rather. Um, <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did he race that day? Yeah, mate. Yeah, oh, so like, yeah, I can't remember that. Yeah, right. Lost my mind not backing the winner in the first, and um, yeah, it was downhill spiral from there. And um, but <laughs> that was hieroglyphics in the first. Oh wasn't god. It? <laughs> Best bet of the day, boys. Every <laughs> I think everyone at the pub was on it, but geez, I ran a really good eighth. Um, you really did. Oh god, it was on the treadmill. But yeah, I think it's just finishing now. Actually, <laughs> three three years well, later, I think they shipped him off to Hong Kong after that. <laughs> Get him out of here. But um, yeah, I think Winks raced that day, and yeah, it was all going all pear shaped, but. Back to, um, that was it was Golden Slipper Day actually because um, that's right. Backed in she will rain at double figures uh, again on the place, but she absolutely trotted in, and then I think Redzel was the race after that, but he actually ran second to Russian Revolution. I reckon he brained him by about six lengths, but Redzel brained the rest by about <laughs> six lengths. So <laughs> it was a, it was a fairly easy watch. Um, so I love that boy. Um, Yes, and I think backed him in the first Everest um, when he was everyone everyone was off him. He was drifting, but the rain kept coming and he kept running. So <laughs> yeah, that's all you need to do. That's um, a good boy. How I got into racing. So my dad used to give me a two dollar each way bet each Melbourne Cup growing up, and I didn't really know what was going on. And early days, I was just looking at the colours as as kids do, and. Until so the Melbourne, you, you weren't analysing the form. No, not not at no, not as not at ten. But um, that's disappointing. Yeah, it is. It is a bit. <laughs> but then when we got into high school, had a bit more of a dig, and 
um, actually started a nice little trot for me. Um, yeah. Ended up picking five winners in a row, actually. But all started in 2008 with Viewed. And I think the second horse in that race that Francesca Cumani actually owns um, actually ran quicker time than God Viewed. God bless Francesca. Absolutely. But, yeah, the runner-up actually ran a quicker time than the winner. I don't know how that's possible, but that is a fact. Um, Viewed won that. And he was at 41 to 1. And I don't know how I remember why I picked it. I remember coming home as a 15 year old. Dad has my winnings there 96 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know what to do with myself. So, yeah, I was quite obsessed from from there on in. And um, smorgasbord at the tuck shop. All, oh, all that next mate, week. Absolutely. So just go at whatever you want. Mate, dollar garlic breads. Gee whiz. Mate, $2 cans of Coke. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe $1.50 back in those days, but oh. I digress. Yeah, absolutely, mate. <laughs> Favourite way to bet. Like you, mate, love my each way betting. Mm. Um, love quaddies. We do a, basically a quaddie each week. Yep. Um, and recently, uh, because of Macca, and might I just say, <laughs> every good punk club needs to have a Jonesy and a Macca <laughs> in it. And we've got them. So, we've why, got... Why are you Jonesy? <laughs> Mate, jo- <laughs> please, <laughs> please tell the punters, <laughs> mate. Jonesy, how 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 common does it need to be, please? <laughs> right across Australia, there'd be a Jonesy in every single <laughs> punk club across Australia. Yeah, there they're probably, and it, and to be fair, there probably would be a macker as well in yeah, most punk clubs. Absolutely, they're the staples, mate. Yeah, true. Your, br- your bread and milk. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, because of macker, mate. Getting into my combos, doubles and trebles. Mate, not going to lie. Game changer. Because of Macca as well, um, I've also probably put a combo on every week. Gee whiz. Yeah, he, yeah mate. He, he, he's a visionary, that man. He really is. Loves it. SGM. <laughs> <laughs> SGM, SRM. Same game, multi. Same oh, race, geez. multi. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, mate. So we've touched on a few... Uh, what How we like to pump, but let's touch on the actual... The punk club itself. How? How? Why polos, mate? How did this come about? Tell us a story. Um, so, look, it all started with like we were talking about before the the, the year of twenty sixteen. Um, we were living together, um, often going down to the Waterloo for a punt on a Saturday. Um, and our good mate Brad Weston, um, you know, obviously would would come down and have a punt with us too. And I think it was like three or four weeks in a row he had. Um, a Ralph Lauren polo and I think it was grey one week navy the other week and then maybe a white polo which is a strong polo no mate they're your good ones yeah they're the good polos and he he was wearing them and they were crisp and um, you know um, it's just a good shirt right a a polo you can't go wrong Uh, however you can go wrong if it's not the right colour but we'll touch on that a a little bit later but um Essentially, uh, Hutch and I got talking about how, you know, a Ralph Lauren polo, particularly of the grey, navy and potentially white variety, um, it really sort of is a quintessential item of clothing for, for a punter. Uh, you could walk into any pub, um, maybe not in some of your lower socioeconomic <laughs> suburbs, but you walk into any pub and... You know, you have at least a couple blokes wearing a polo, um, and 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 Hutch and I decided that if you were to wear a polo, the best ones are your greys and your navies, 
closely followed by your whites. Absolutely. So off the back of that and off the back of probably a belly full of piss, <laughs> um, I don't know who it was. It would have been either one of us came up with the polo tiering system. So Yes. Yeah. So your, your top tier polos are your grey and your navy polos. Yeah. Like you can't go wrong. No. Nah. Good polos. Nah. And then probably just underneath that, you've got your white, I reckon. Yeah. Like if they're your A's and your A pluses, your white's probably an A minus, B yeah, plus. It's black. Black's good. Black's a good one. Black's a good polo. Yeah. Um, and then you you work your way down through through like your your your, your light blues, like your pastel types. Your reds. Your reds yeah. is okay. Yeah. Um, green. Green, I guess. You know. If if yellow. So choose. Oh God, please. You don't like it. You're really getting down the bottom of that tier, surely. Oh, well, okay, so and then and then your bottom tier polos. You know when you see those middle aged blokes rolling around, they might be up the coast or down the coast, they've got their flowery long board shorts on. Okanoes. <laughs> <laughs> and and then they've got a polo Dad sandals. Polo. Yeah, dad sandals. And they've got a polo on and the polo is like a, a bright orange. Oh. Or like a fluorescent orange or like a, a Cadbury dairy milk purple. Oh, God. That's oh, disgusting it behavior. It is disgusting behavior. And anyone who thinks that it looks good, we're telling you right now, this is, this is we're helping the people out. Right? Absolutely. We're, this is a public service announcement. This is, this is, this is, a, that this about, is a PSA. That about six people will hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's you start small and then you work your way through. I guess the beauty of social media is those six people could share it with their networks, and then before you know it, purple and orange follows <laughs> cease to exist. Yeah, thank but they're just disgusting. Oh, mate, it's it it is disgusting behaviour, and I guess how we as a as a as a group of mates and as a punk club, we're like, okay, how can we actually turn this into a thing? So, what we landed up doing. <coughs> is Derby Day each day because it is the best day on the calendar year to have a punt. Yep. What we did is we basically had the Purple Polo Day where not the best punter of the day, <laughs> but the shittest punter of the day. So basically how we did it was everyone had a starting bank and based on what was left at the end of the day of that bank as a percentage, so say I started with 100 bucks, I ended up with 200, I'm up 100, um, 100%. So I was I was in all sorts until the last race. You, so were, you, you were a real chance to, to double up. Oh God. And could have gone back to back, which no one wants to do. And there, and there was a... Pre, um, pre, trip omen as well. Oh God, yes! Thank you for reminding me. Right, so before we even stepped on the plane <laughs> to fly we, down to Melbourne, what we do is we actually put the initials and the year of the winner on the shoulder, and then when we are down in Melbourne or each Derby Day, we have a go for a lunch, and the the winner, last year's winner, has to wear that polo to that lunch. It's a disgusting polo. 
disgusting look and you feel you feel putrid when you're wearing it but it is it is the rules of the game unfortunately yep if you want to partake in the game there is winners and losers absolutely so what happened was i took it to the engraving place or whatever and embroidery they, embroidery thank you and um yeah i said 2018 dh and got it back and it was dh 2019 <laughs> which i remember bringing that forward and you going to me that is a bad omen it's a man. bad omen man that's basically just like yep i'm signing up for another loss oh god and it was looking that way until the last race of the day. So I hadn't backed a winner all day. I've chucked my own quaddy on. Thought I hit exceedance in the first leg. <laughs> hit another horse. <laughs> <laughs> Saved on the treble, which thankfully I got. But um, my luckily Tafane was my best bet of the day. And yep. I had a fair whack of my bank on it. And I avoided the polo, but... Unlucky doll lab, you got it, mate. <laughs> Unlucky mate. Um, yeah, look, it was it was a good um, it was a good saving punt. I was with you on Tafana, and I was very happy with you. Ab- absolutely, very happy. So, it was paying a decent price. Yeah. So basically, um, because it's the start of new Group One season and new racing season, we're basically hitting a fresh on our season as well as a punk club. So yeah. Basically, what we're going to do throughout the spring is we're gonna we're gonna have a group one leaderboard where we'll um, outline who's who's in the lead, um, who's picked the most winners, placings, all that sort of stuff. We'll also chuck up our quaddy performance throughout the spring as well, and we'll put out on social. And I doubt the boys would have it ready in time when we put up the podcast each week, but have our um, like a punk club combo or our quality yeah. numbers so we'll yep. chuck that on twitter and instagram and stuff so but yeah that that's pretty much that's pretty much the episode um thanks for joining in guys um if you're picking up what we're putting down um leave a review um positive negative don't really mind <laughs> thanks for listening anyway press, bad press yeah good press is good press absolutely but but yeah give us a follow on instagram and twitter uh, at the polo punk club um but yeah Hopefully we can pick some winners throughout the spring. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys.